0: Hello, everybody, and welcome to another amazing episode of Unleash Your Strengths. My name is Eddie Via. Hello. So good to be here to start chatting with you about this amazing strength called analytical. We're going to have a good time with this because here's the deal. Remember, I don't care if you have the strength or not. I promise you that you're going to get massive value from this. So do not skip this just because you don't have analytical high because what I'm going to talk about in this episode is if you have analytical high how do we use it all in go bigger with it and for those of you that don't have it high how do you do what's awesome about analytical like what is analytical's goal you know what I mean what is it that they're trying to achieve what is it trying to accomplish and how can you accomplish that the way that they in a way that's basically authentic to who you are without having to be who they are (laughs) okay does that make sense okay let's get to it first off thanks again for those of you who attended the or who have been uh, coming to the every you know saturday the the thing i'm doing on saturday which is the unleash your strengths chat live it has been uh such a blessing to me because i get to offer and open up what i do to so many more people and so if you were if you were there saturday oh my gosh it was so much fun right and Um, And of course, if you haven't been there yet, make sure you show up, go to facebook.com forward slash grow with Eddie. And every Saturday, 9am Mountain Standard Time, I do a live show. And you can actually be on there live and work with me one on one if you like, or just watch. It's up to you. It's totally cool. Um, Either way, it's totally fine. In the meantime, if you want to watch the last show, just go to the website now. Go to the the page facebook.com forward slash grow with Eddie. And you can actually watch. Right now, the recorded session of the last one I did, and I talked about the basic and understanding of why strengths is important. I actually worked with an individual with her strengths in helping her grow her business. And then uh, at the end, I gave away some stuff. And that's what I love about doing this. Bring some value, give away some things. And that's all I want to do. I want to help. <laughs> and I can tell you right now that I have not met a person that doesn't deserve more. It. I don't think that person exists. I want to be there to be the one to help you and support you and give you more. And because I came from such a dark place in my life and shifted things around, I, I'm, I'm convinced I can help anybody. And I want you to know that even if you've made the stupidest mistakes in your life, I can tell you right now, I've been there. I get it. You deserve more. Let's just get it. Let's just get more. Uh, So if you're listening to this show, I hope you're uh, um, in a place right now where you want to do a little bit of learning, just a little bit, not too much, right? It's going to be a shorter episode than usual, but we're going to get some application and we want to move it, use it to move forward. So today, make the decision right now that you're going to listen to this full episode and you're just going to get a nugget that you're going to apply to your life today and it's going to bring value. All right, let's do this. So first off, let's understand what the analytical strength is about. And why it should matter to you whether you have it up in your top ten strengths or not. So analytical. So the analytical strength. Let's uh, let me talk about this. The brief description of it. People exceptionally talented in the analytical theme search for reasons and causes. They have the ability to think about all the factors that might affect a situation. Now, you know, what's funny is because I definitely consider myself a person who wants to understand things deeper, but this is my number 29th strength. And I find it fascinating that it's so low. Do you have a strength that's really low for you? Somewhere like 27, 28, 29, or 30, or all the way to 34, that you're just surprised that, that it's low. I, it's low for me. And I'm curious as to why. I'm going to be real. I, I want to understand why it's such a low for me, why I don't do that. And I, and I when I looked at this first couple of sentences in the description, it started to open things up for me. So, I, and by the way, I hate not understanding something about myself. I don't know about you, but I, I need to know everything about myself. What's going on, right? Uh, so your analytical thing challenges other people. And, and this is where I realized, oh my gosh, this is why this is so not me. The, it says, quote, prove it. Show me why what you are claiming is true. In the face of this kind of questioning, some will find that their brilliant theories wither and die. For you, this is precisely the point. You do not necessarily want to destroy other people's ideas, but you do insist that their theories be sound. You see yourself as objective and dispassionate. You like data because they are value-free. They have no agenda. Armed with these data... You search for patterns and connections. You want to understand how certain patterns affect one another. How do they combine? What is their outcome? Does this outcome fit with the theory being offered or the situation being confronted? These are your questions. You peel the layers back until gradually the root cause or causes are revealed. And I think this is one of the reasons why I struggle with ever doing things this way. Because I am far more led by my heart. And I hope that you have all picked up on that, right? I am far more led by passion and what could be versus the 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 death you know like not the death sorry (laughs) i'm using the word death just now but uh, rather than the yeah you know what the death of inspiration and and emotion and energy and just bring fact you know and, and i'm i'm all about truth and i'm all about the you know fact and so on but there has to be an energetic purpose behind it for me I find this fascinating. So over time, it says here, uh, others see you as logical and rigorous. I would not consider myself that at all. There's no logic in what I do. Uh, uh, Over time, they'll come to you in order to expose someone's wishful thinking or clumsy thinking to your refining mind. It is hoped that your analysis is never delivered too harshly. Otherwise, others may avoid you when that wishful thinking is their own. Yeah, yeah, I, I am not I'm not that at all. I I honestly, when I look at a person, if a person comes to me and says, Eddie, Eddie, I got an idea. I'm gonna make a million dollars with this idea. My first instinct is the opposite of what analytical talks about. It is the exact opposite. It is not about, oh come on, please. And like my first reaction will never be. Oh, please show me. It will never be that. That is so like not who I am. My first thought is, holy cow, that sounds amazing. Tell me all about it, right? Like, I don't care what your idea is. I want to hear you talk about what you're excited about. I am not a person who, uh, and I'm not saying that if you're analytical, you do this, but maybe you do. I don't know. I, you know, maybe, maybe if you have analytical high, maybe you do this. But I'm not a person who crushes people's dreams. (laughs) That's so mean to say. I I swear I'm not. It says right here. So harsh. Over time they will come to you in order to expose someone's wishful thinking. (laughs) Sorry. I'm laughing because that sounds so harsh and so mean. Uh, but the truth is, man, holy cow, is that so not me. I mean, really. And here is why it's not me. And, and for those of you who don't have analytical high, you know, we can share this. Is that if a person is excited, if they're really enthusiastic, you know, like for me, I don't want to crush their dream, but I do want to kick them in the butt tomorrow after they told me their dream today, because tomorrow I'm going to say, well, Hey, what have you done today? Uh, you know to to make this dream happen that you told me about yesterday. Now that's where I will start kicking people in the butt. But I, if someone comes up to me and says, "I want to do this. I want to move forward. I got this idea. I'm going to. I'm going to lose 20 pounds. I'm going to make ten thousand dollars this month. And I'm going to uh, uh, change my marriage. And I'm going to help all my kids. You know." pass all their tests this week, you know, what? this month, whatever, right? If you come to me with that kind of fire and energy, what I will do, what I would love to do is take you and push you more, like, go for it. Let's do this. Let's make this happen. You know, because inside of me, I understand that when a person is focused and excited about something, they get to work on it. And the only thing that I know is going to happen next is that fears and overwhelm and anger and frustration or loneliness or doubt and all the other crap is gonna show up next. And when that does, I will be there to remind them that they the dream that they had was legitimate, it was real. And it means that it's it was it's there for them. You know, like if you come to me and say, Hey, I wanna, I have this goal and I wanna change my life with this, then I'll say, All right all right, that's awesome. Let's make that happen. Because in my head, I'm like, I'll be there when those fears show up. And I like to tell people this a lot because it's really true. Um, I, I think it's from something I heard Denzel Washington say one time, was that is, is your desire, your passion for what you want is proof that it's for you. It's proof that it can be yours. Um, I think the, what he said was, it's God's message to you that he wants that for you. I think that's what he, the way he put it. And I like that a lot. That made a lot of sense to me. It feels good. Because the bottom line is, who cares what your dream is, as long as it has to do with bringing value to other people and making you happy. And whether or not you achieve, quote unquote, I'm doing the quotation fingers, listen, Okay that's the quotation fingers whether or not you actually achieve that goal is irrelevant what is relevant is the journey the work the process of push of growing yourself to achieve the goal that you want to achieve that is the goal that the real goal is to get into that space and move forward consistently does that make sense So whether your goal is to make a billion dollars or not, it doesn't matter to me. What matters to me is what are you doing every day to bring value to other people in a way that makes you happy? So for those of you that have analytical high, I can understand that, and this makes a lot of sense, that many people could instinctively consider you as rude or short or tough or never satisfied with the answer or maybe someone who just asks a little too many questions because we can't, it's really hard for like people like me, for example, to, to always define all the specifics of all my dreams. I've, I've become better at it, hence you know, my communication strength, and I've had to become, I've had to work hard to get good at explaining what I want so that other people can be inspired to be a part of it with me. However, it doesn't mean that every time I have a crazy dream, I can explain how this is going to happen. Many oftentimes, I don't know. Whereas an analytical person might not be satisfied with that. Right? So now if you've got analytical high, I'm going to ask you just not ever look at yourself as these things, these rude, short, tough, never satisfied, yada, yada, yada. Because the truth is that if you're in a situation where you feel a lack of gratitude for this amazing strength, then you're going to see that too. And so if you see that, then you're going to bring that energy and vibe into every conversation you have. If you're worried that who you are as an analytical person is going to bring that vibe into a conversation, or what you do, or who you want to be, if you bring that vibe, you're going to enhance other people's vision of seeing you that way. Does that make sense? So, and by the way, this applies for everybody. When you look at the negative side of your strength, when you bring that vibe to a conversation, you're literally giving the other person per- permission to judge you as that of that negative. Does that make sense? So for those of you that have high analytical, let me just tell you about this. What you should start looking at yourself is every single day, as somebody who's who thinks things through. You know, the reason why I do love analyticals is because they I would say they love to challenge data or review data. I think, I think reviewing data is an extreme, extremely important piece to growing a life or a business. Um, I was actually just talking to my wife about this the other day, is that if you're going to grow yourself and you have a goal then analyzing your results to see where you are, to see if what you're doing is working is important. You have to do that. However, just make sure that you don't do it too often because it's not necessary to measure every day. If you've got a goal, and I've talked about this before, if you've got a massive goal that's going to take you a year to accomplish, the worst thing you can do is measure every day. Uh, it's far better if you measure every week. But let's get back to analytical. So think of yourself as somebody who thinks things through, who's smart, Logical, deep, thorough, comfortable with numbers, figures, and charts. Holy cow, I love this because numbers can tell stories. And if you're comfortable with those numbers, then you're comfortable with discovering things that most people can't see. Like, um, I think, well, oh my gosh, now that I think about this, one of my favorite books, not it's, it's not my favorite book, but it was a book I really enjoyed. Uh, it was called Freakonomics. And it's basically the, the book makes econ- people who like um, have a passion for economics. The book makes me feel like people who have a passion for economics use numbers to understand people, use numbers to understand behaviors of people and people with high analytical. My bet is that you can take information and numbers uh, of that that are produced by massive groups of people and be able to tell other people. Who they are. Like, here's an example. Holy cow, this is amazing, right? And so in Freakonomics, they talked about sumo wrestlers. Maybe it wasn't in Freakonomics. Maybe it was not in the book. But maybe it was in their podcast. I can't remember exactly. But they were talking about, or maybe it was in their movie. But they were talking about sumo wrestlers and how sumo wrestling is one of the, um, like, the, the thing about sumo wrestling is, is about honor and integrity, And it's this really powerful, important aspect to sumo wrestling. But when they reviewed certain numbers of who wins and the matches and uh, who wins matches and how long those matches are and so on, they discovered through the numbers that there was actually corruption inside of sumo wrestling. And I'm not saying negative, bad or whatever. All I'm saying is that they're proving with the numbers that there was a manipulation of who wins and who doesn't win, and it had to do with uh, how often certain people win, and and so on. It, I'm not going to get into it, but basically the point in in that in what I'm bringing up here is that they were able to analyze numbers to discover habits in large groups of people and expose truth. And for me, a person who loves to move people forward, knowing and understanding those habits through numbers, by what people do versus what people say they're going to do is massively valuable. Do you get that? So if you have analytical low, like I do, oh, and and now I'm realizing even more now why this is so low for me, they have a passion for studying this data. They have a love for it. And oh my gosh, I just realized this. Like, I think that my friends that produced this podcast for me, one of the things they did for me was they researched a lot about my show and my content and what I wanted to do before I ever episode, before I recorded episode one. They already knew my show was going to be successful in a time when I was just dreaming that it was going to be successful. it's It's amazing to me That, and this is what they provide to me every month, they show me numbers. And one of the things they showed me was how my podcast grew by over 10,000 downloads from the month prior. And what does that do? That fires me up, that pushes me, that makes me want to deliver more. Hence, I have not stopped doing the show. So if you've enjoyed this show, I want you to tell, I want you to know this. This show was made possible because of of someone or a group of someones who love to analyze data and numbers. What is factual? What can truly be? And because they provide the numbers, they do that work because I have no passion for that at all, but I do have a passion for the results. And so let's talk about that and wrap it up. What are the results? The results are is understanding what can be by first knowing what is. That right there is what we need to be spending all of our time under, like trying to figure out how to get, right? And I read this great book called Loving What Is, and Loving What Is is all about understanding the truth of what's going on, loving on it and using it to move forward, right? So analytical, what do they do, right? They they, have, they analyze, they think things through. They look at things from what, a, a standpoint of what is so that we can all take what is, create a real legitimate foundation and build upon that. Analytical people are best when they are looked at as someone who's logical, deep, thorough, and comfortable with numbers, figures, and charts in a way that brings value to everybody. So how can we use this for everybody? And then let's move forward and wrap up. It's this. Start loving on what actually is. What is real? What is measurable? What is true? It's okay to go through your bank account from the month before and look at each transaction and group them up into things like this. And this is how I budget. (laughs) I highlight everything that is um, recurring, that is important, that you cannot cancel, right? Like car payments, house payments, and so on. And then I'll take all the things that are recurring that are not important, things that like I somehow I'm paying monthly for that I don't really need. I can just get rid of those. And then look at all the things that are um, non-recurring that are important and things that are recurring or that are are non-recurring that are not important. And I can just group my finances in that way and then I can budget that way. And what I'm doing is I'm getting an understanding of what is so that I can create more Um, inspiration in myself to create something that I want, right? You do that when you, when you weigh yourself every week instead of every day, right? You review what you do every week instead of, you know, every day when it comes to creating results in your life, right? Getting clear about what is actually going on in your life creates more solid understanding of how to get what you want. That is massive. That's what's awesome about analytical. And whether you have that strength high or not, you can do this. You can assess what's going on, even if it's not numbers. You can assess what's going on with the sole purpose of getting inspired to create more. And I I hope that means a lot to you. Does that make sense? Was that fun? Was that cool? I mean, here for me, I I, it helped me kind of gain a deeper and love, a deeper understanding and a love for the analytical strength now that I know that uh, you know why (laughs) it's really not who I am. But I'm grateful for those who have it high and I'm going to lean on them. Like help me. (laughs) I need your help. And help me, Obi-Wan. You're my only hope. Alright, have a wonderful week this week, my friends. Get clear about what is love on it so that you can be inspired to create more. And uh, I hope you enjoy this episode. We'll see you tomorrow. And oh, by the way, don't forget, show up every Saturday, 9 a.m. Mountain Standard Time for Unleash Your Strengths Chat Live. Uh, I'm going to be there. It's going to be wonderful every single Saturday. I'll, I'll talk about strengths. I'll work with somebody individually and I'll give away some stuff. Does that sound cool? Have a wonderful week. We will see you tomorrow. This episode is brought to you by LaunchPod Media.